0: Football is fueled by dreams. To go further, get there faster, those wins don't just happen.
1: They must be claimed. Work for today, achieved together. The XFL is where the full potential of football is realized, both on and off the field. Give cities new reasons to cheer. Partners, new platforms to build on. People, a deeper sense of fandom. And athletes, a new path to live their passion and play professional football. This is Tomorrow's League. Driven by a new purpose
0: and a shared commitment. Powered by new leadership, this is for all of us. And the only way to get there is together.
1: To change how football is experienced, where passion meets a field of possibility.
0: Tomorrow's League starts today. Welcome to the XFL. I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks and
1: this is the XFL show. More! is cooking welcome football fans this is the week of march 27th this is for the love of football and this is the xfl show i'm alan and i'm Bryant. the rock and danny garcia teased an announcement this week and then we got an announcement in the form of a new xfl brand rollout new logo new color scheme new merch oh yeah and there's gonna be a team in Orlando, apparently. This is episode 214. Branding is all the rage, Bryant. You gotta have your brand gimmicks down.
0: Uh so like did they heat up the XFL, new XFL logo on like some iron and like start just branding Is that what is
1: that kind of branding you're talking about? It's I'm not the next bu- in line
0: if that's the case.
1: It's not that kind of branding. It's not branding, it's branding. You got to have your brand. And there's a new brand. It's black, it's white, and it's the XFL. The X coming together. We're going to break down the kind whole of logo. Almost touching, barely or not. But we're going to go over it. The messaging is the important part, I think, of the new brand rollout. And we're going to discuss the announcement, the tease that would happen. We, we thought about a lot of things this week. Would we go live? Look at this announcement they're teasing. Ooh finally, business is picking up. Should we do this? Should we do that? Ultimately, what we decided to do was sit on everything, wait, process it, and give you this show this week. And we know we've been off an extended time more than normal, but not too long. And here we are just 46 or 45 weeks away from kickoff Bryant doing another show. And this time we're talking about a whole new identity for the league, but I would say still the same XFL, Pillars. nothing major changed this week other than the messaging and the logo.
0: I guess we have substance behind what I think Danny Garcia and The Rock have been saying all along was this is going to be a league of culture, of, of different things. We'll get into all that. Uh, but we've got some, uh, some definitions of what exactly that meant, I think, this week.
1: For sure. Time. And we're gonna we're gonna get into all that. Plus, yes, Orlando is apparently getting a coach, has a coach, and has a team. Uh not official, just like San Antonio's not official, but we're gonna break it all down for you. 724-565-4XFL is the number for you to call or leave a text. That's the XFL fan line. Interact there, or of course, social media at XFL show, everywhere at XFL Show on all the social media gimmicks. And we are brought to you by our gentle, fearless sponsors who have refused to abandon us because they love us so much. Pretty Easy Podcasts. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. That's your own producer. That's your own editor. That's all the help you'd ever need to do a podcast, video, audio, whatever the case may be. Do it from home. Do it from wherever you are with all the help you'd ever need at an affordable rate. And all you have to do is go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get started. Quit waiting on your podcast. Get it up and running today with some help at prettyeasypodcast.com.
0: Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So easy that if, if you have a brand in mind and you need some, some, uh, some pillars to go with that brand, some ideas, some, some mantras, Pretty Easy podcasts can help you do that as well.
1: They do. They, they about, do some right? create creative, uh, you know, uh, brainstorming with you. You know, throw things off the wall. That we have fun with them all the time, <laughs> thinking of thinking of stuff for the show. That's yeah. that's the kind of help you need when you do a podcast. Or like you know, if you say, "Hey, this week I'm going to stand. What do I do with my camera?" They'll help you out with that. Put and it on a know. bar stool. I know. Yeah, put it. Just get some bar stools and a table, and you're good. I mean, you don't have to buy these fancy stool. gimmicks. Just, like just actual bar you, stools like actual barstools i'm i'm rocking i mean i i might have to tweet a picture of this setup it is kind of mad scientist-y how i set up it looks
0: like tweak. marv's you know what i'm talking about marv's ladder when he tries to climb out of the basement
1: he's like oh yeah he's
0: got on like, solid a, as a rock
1: and all sorts of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that's and i'm I'm not going shoeless that's for sure just in case because that scene still haunts me uh let's think and dunk real quick though around xfl social media and this is wait
0: really quick congratulations we went five minutes without any false
1: information i mean when i think we've gone infinite all the minutes we've ever done this Uh, all we've gone
0: we've gone 214 episodes without false information if you ask me
1: i i would say so i mean we we just talk about what's out there and what people are talking about we're not reporting anything false we're just talking about some of the false information that is being talked about and we sift through it and we of course get down to the nuts the bolts of what's actually going on with the xfl right here and we hear from you and we talk about what you're talking about like roberto who said looks like you guys are gonna have to change the logo of your podcast is that my department or yours brian i think that's more you you're the visuals so you're i am am, look at this beautiful overlay look at the boxes you and i are in right now all this has to go away Actually, you have to redo it before we even put this one out. I think that's that's the way to do it. You
0: oh, I can't to, even go red, red, white, and blue anymore. Oh man,
1: just black and white. This time, simpler. this is this would have been so much easier before I had a child. Brian is really angry about the new branding because he he's gonna have to change this eventually. I you know me, I keep it up for a while or forever. I I don't care. I just want. Well, we'll have to about do a big league.
0: old. Uh, we'll care. have to do a big old YouTube video <laughs> of us. Rebranding ourselves, rebranding. And our yeah, of rebranding.
1: I'm, um, I'll call it a rebrand whenever I lose like twenty five pounds, and that I don't know if that's coming before this this kickoff. So maybe in a couple of years it will rebrand. <laughs> yeah, the, the, we'll
0: we'll see. It's it's it's. A, I like the colors. The colors give it some life. If you go black and white everywhere,
1: it's it's interesting. Hold your horses. We'll talk about that. What about the the mystery roughneck fan who has been sending us fan line texts and pictures and stuff? And questions, never left his name, or at least we didn't catch it, so we'll call him the Roughneck Fan in Texas on the XFL fan line, said, can we discuss the implications of having two spring league teams in the same city? Uh, he was wondering, what if Houston has an XFL team and the USFL's gamblers? <gasps> Boy, we're forgetting one thing here. The gamblers don't actually play in Houston, so I don't think it matters at all. How about you? Oh, well, that's this season. Let's, 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 let's talk. Let's talk,
0: you know and say, hey, next year they're going to play in Houston. The Gamblers are going to play in Houston. The Roughnecks are going to play in Houston. Right now the timetable set is that they're playing at different times. Yeah. Um, Is there enough room for two teams in a Texas city like Houston? I don't know. I
1: mean, I I guess. I say, yeah, there's enough room in many cities for – two NFL teams or two NBA teams or two MLB teams, mostly the really big cities, but Houston's a really big city. So I think that's totally fine, especially when you're talking about them, not even playing simultaneously. So gamblers, roughnecks, I think that's going to be a great time for the city of Houston. If they have them both at the same time, hopefully for, I hope that happens, but I don't see it happening. I feel like the USFL is a budget league and it is, a hub league, at least now, and doesn't. There's no signs of it stepping it's, away it's, from a hub city anytime it's a, soon. It's a, fa- it's
0: a fancy version of Wipeout.
1: I mean, it's the same concept. It's all filmed. Well, in the I hope same.
0: They, I hope their commentators are like that. Just the, the jokes.
1: It's it's. I, I hope that <laughs> Rob, at the end, Rod Rob Riggle, Rob I Riggle, ho- rod Rob Riggle. No, I want. You know what I want it to be like after the USFL games end. I want it to be like the old Nickelodeon studios shows that would show filmed in front of a live studio audience at Universal Orlando filmed in front of a live <laughs> stadium audience in Birmingham, Alabama, and just show the picture of, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, give them some love. That's what it's all about. Getting the city some dollars, right? at the end of every a tag at the end of every broadcast the georgia
0: peach logo that we see when the wwe goes
1: to or when anything's filmed there exactly yeah Yeah. made in georgia you know we are what uh a week away Uh, just uh, just over a week away as of this live on tape recording from the usfl kicking off so that means next week brian you and i are talking usfl games i can't wait Come on, you're excited for the games, right? They're actually kicking I'm off. I'm
0: excited to see this product. I mean, it's 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 hilarious to me that we're at this point where we are one, 10 days away and we know it just as much as we did when we were
1: 45 days away, really, honestly. Yeah, we know a little bit more. We know that there's lasers. We know the rules. Are the lasers We've, in place? They've got lasers. I can't wait to see the lasers. Or did they are they confirm visual? him after they talked to him? They, Mike Pereira said, "There's lasers. They're damn well better be." But lasers. did
0: he say that there was lasers after he said there were la-
1: there were going to be lasers? What are you, my wife? You need to double confirm. He said there's he lasers. He said there's there gonna were going to be, be lasers like
0: two months ago. Yeah. Okay.
1: What's maybe changed he since meant then?
0: laser from American Gladiators? If that's the case, that's all. He's just going to run down. He's going to be the first down. Because you, you only Give need me laser one and Gemini. Of, the USFL is going to be. We didn't be say here anything forever. about Geminis, but Laser no. and Blazer, maybe.
1: They are going to be playing into May. So there could be some Gemini action in the USFL. Yes, it is also filmed the same way American oh, Gladiator. Is there some astrology Thursday. stuff there? Uh, yeah, it's because it's May. I only know that's the only sign I know because that's mine. <laughs> it's everything else I could never tell you. Uh, but I'll tell you that the moon is above us right now and it's pointing towards our next segment, Brian, if you're ready to talk about the new brand. Let's do I'm it. always ready to talk about a new brand in this week's cover two, good crisp football. New logo, new identity, new XFL unveiled this week by the XFL. And oh my goodness, is this a lot to digest, Brian? And that's why we took some time because not only is there new visuals, new logo, new colors. There's a whole, there's four pillars to the league, a whole new, mantra that we really need to dissect so let's get into it all here first and foremost the quote from Dwayne the Rock Johnson here's the bottom line of what our new XFL logo stands for the X represents the intersection of dreams and opportunity so our hungry XFL players coaches and fans you bring the dreams and we'll bring the opportunity it's so 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 much better than Vince (laughs)
0: McMahon saying X is a cool letter
1: It's the first time the X and XFL is almost kind of defined. Yes, yeah, it's it's kind of means something. It's two things. It's it's an intersection. It's two things coming together: dreams and opportunity. And the XFL is the league provides the opportunity. We as fans, the players, the coaches, everybody else brings the dreams. And I got big dreams for the XFL, Bryant. So I can't wait for them to give you and me the opportunity. Talk about this league in 2023. Hashtag We want our jobs back. Um, New ducks, old ducks uniting. That's also what it kind of reminded me of. I don't know about you. What did you think before we get into your reaction to the logo? What did you think before we said should we get on on live and do a speculation episode? And I said I just don't have it in me. There's too much. It'll be four hours long. I want sleep, please. And you're like you're right. And so we didn't. But what did you think going into the announcement it would be cuz there was that wiping of the logo that they teased so you knew it was going to be a new logo I think I did. And then what else? I was expecting a little bit more I'll be honest. Something like cities or more in terms of the actual the structure. The I league. think we've
0: talked about it before the skeleton, right? How yes. many teams? How many Those are the kind of things. But you know, we're you and I are not marketing geniuses, right? We're no. not these people that, that that build brands and and, and pretty easy podcast can but we can't right well that's not what we do so is it smart to do this entire rebranding and then not give it time to breathe and just throw on the skeleton of the league on top of it like that's that just kind of overshadows what you're trying to do which is basically say this is what the xfl actually is
1: um I guess it makes sense. It really, it was, it was odd because a lot of what was, it was, it's more cemented now, I guess, in like, it's like the leagues. I don't know what you want to call it. The it's, it's there. These are the words that they're going to put up in the corporate offices that get everyone motivated to get them all on the same page. This is the foundation of the league. And so that's why this is is, for the love of football. This is exactly. And that was that rolled out with everything immediately in, you know, when 2018 and, you know, the for the love of football, they caught on, I guess, on the road. But this is the new identity. This is the declaration that this is different from 2020 in a variety of ways. And this is just kind of stripping that away. Whatever stigma 2020 had, which to a lot of us had none, except that it was ruined by COVID. Uh, other than that, we love the league. We love the football. We love the way it was run. We love, uh, I guess, the logo, the logo that we're, we're rocking now in this overlay that people are watching on YouTube with and the old XFL logo. It's okay. It was never like the greatest logo this is, I this thought. Is the, this is the XFL show logo. This is very different than the XFL logo. Yes, yes, exactly right. Two different things. The new XFL logo has a lot to a lot to be discussed about because it is similar to some things. It is already kind of controversial, and we'll get into that. Um, but the fact that it was just a brand identity kind of rollout, the T's, I guess the night before two nights before whatever it was felt like it would be a little bit it would be more it would be something about cities or like you said the the skeleton of the league which we don't really know yet and does it matter i was talking to someone who doesn't follow the xfl closely but knows about it watched it in 2020 today and oh they Jake said it wasn't jake no it was just uh <laughs> Another guy on another on on another show that I was I wasn't on. I wasn't I wasn't, you know, cheating on this show, but I was just hanging out. And this guy said, it's the rock, man. So that's it's not going to fail. It doesn't matter what they do right now. They could put out little tweets about brands and announcements and press releases and whatnot. No one cares. Ultimately, it's the Rockies behind it. It will not fail. And I was like, and I took a step back after this conversation, and I thought, to me, that sounds crazy just because he's the rock. And yes, he is the rock, and he's the most famous person in the world. And yes, all of his ventures are just destroying it right now it's energy drinks and tequila, and every movie and TV show is all hit. But this is totally different. And that's, and as I guess maybe I'm just jaded and more conservative because I followed the 2020 league and know how difficult this thing is going to be for everybody involved. And that's why I don't think you can only rely on that. Obviously, that's going to be a huge advantage this time around for the league. But is that enough? I hope and I think it could be, but I'm not 100% certain. But I think the prevailing thought from outsiders, from you and I, Brian, I guess I call them outsiders, not super hardcore XFL nerds, that might be the prevailing thought that, oh, the XFL is coming back, the Rock's behind it. It'll probably last and be awesome. So that's a good thing if that is. If you have hopes that the XFL will be around,
0: if you want it to, then yeah, the rock is this beacon of light that <clears throat> excuse me, that that people gravitate to, right? The rock, you know, what we say, like you know, the rock says jump and everyone's pretty much saying how high. And that's what the rock does, right? He he, he puts this, he's like that black light for insects outside. <laughs> you turn that thing on, and everyone just starts kind of coming to it and seeing what happens. So For The Rock to take the time to build this thing, to to make the logo different, his own. Because even if you look back at the 2001 and 2020 logo, they had that X with the XFL through it. They were very similar. I put that in air quotes, but there was um, similarities in there. This one's a completely different rebrand. It is. Um, You wonder how much of 2020 is going to be fed into this new version of the XFL. But in terms of the look, the feel, and the mantra, it's it's a complete one hundred and eighty.
1: Oh yeah! And wait till we get to the four pillars of the XFL. But before we do, let's finish up on this logo. So we're pulling it up on the screen for everybody who's watching on YouTube, and uh, if you are listening to the podcast, audio only version, uh, j- follow along. Find the logo. I don't know on Twitter or whatever. Google it. But look at this new logo here. So. We've got the new logo, Bryant, and it is two X's that are n- just apart
0: coming Two halves together. of an X.
1: Two halves of an X. Sorry, and they are coming together, but they're not there yet. I don't know how to exactly uh, uh, explain it, but it just the first thing and the gut feeling to me I felt was, "Oh, this is the Axe Body Spray <laughs> logo," and I am one of those people because you went on Twitter then and saw people's reactions, and that was a common thing that was being said and then you also looked at some of the other reactions and just I feel like I don't know maybe because it's just so simple it's black and white and I love the messaging behind it and the meaning behind the logo but I will be honest and say it doesn't seem too inspiring of a visual to me and it's just a logo the NFL logo is a shield and is it great I don't know it's just the only thing we've ever known it doesn't really matter I think And and the rock might even say as much, Uh, but ultimately this new logo is controversial. I will say that it is already just a couple days in uh, causing a little bit of controversy and maybe a little backlash for the league that maybe it did not want with this rollout because everything else I think was on point, the messaging, the idea behind it, but the execution of this actual logo, um, Maybe they're in a little bit of hot water because now we're seeing it's too similar to some other brands and people aren't feeling the simplicity, maybe. I don't know. We'll see uh, how how it, it goes through on the road to kick off this logo itself. Ultimately, though, what did you think of it? And does it even matter that it is already kind of controversial? Well, I'll tell you what. we the, the, talk about branding and marketing, how easy
0: is it gonna be to put this on anything? On anything. That I mean, you can put that on a, a sticker, you can put that on a hat, you can put that on a keychain. Like it's super simple. It's 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 compact. It's it's like as a man who creates the images for this show, having something <laughs> that's this tiny in terms of like and then just it's so easy. So easy. It's, Not italicized,
1: t- yeah, it's, th- th- it's really it's, thin font. You could place it on all sorts of stuff. It's yeah, great, very practical. Place, exactly. Exactly. So that that makes
0: sense. I mean, you look at the rocks, other types of brands, and maybe you know they're similar in that sense. But it's fine. It's it's. Is it a sports kind of logo? I would say probably not. No. It looks more like a
1: tech logo. It looks like some sort of. I I don't. It looks like an app or something. I think if you look really deep into, which I am right now, <laughs> into the logo, you could see it looks like two faces that are facing each other with the uh, two different sides of the X. Or I don't know what's like going Pac-Man. on with this. Yeah, with this F. Or if they're going opposite directions with the uh, Pac-Man look, you're right. But this doesn't look like To me, it looks like a logo that would show logo. up on a
0: 1980s alarm clock if you were to write XFL on it. <laughs>
1: it's yeah it's kind of like a retro future digital type of look which i dig i love that aesthetic but this for the the xfl was an
0: eight-bit game
1: yes oh man it'd be super rad this looks like it could be the the logo for the league if there was a football league in like blade runner or some future movie Um, but this is what the aaf's logo should have looked like exactly a tech company company. yes you're right I
0: i could see the xfl on the side of a building
1: Yeah. But then again, this also plays better. The logo, this logo fits the acronym XFL better than I think the 2020 logo did, because that one is more of like a patriotic kind of inspiring red, white and blue look. But the XFL does seem the letters are you put X at least back when we were growing up. Anything with X was futuristic or or really innovative or different, so yeah, like
0: Matchbox Twenty. Yeah.
1: yeah, did they have a? Did they have an X in Matchbox? No. X in box? No. no, they were, and they definitely weren't like a. What are you talking I'm about? Saying, Rob there's Thompson's an X goals, in Matchbox. Cool. All right, XFL's <laughs> the XFL's logo though. It's it is what it is. What did you think of it? Let us know at XFL show. Did it inspire you? The visual, no. The messaging behind the new branding and identity definitely did and that's where the XFL So you're saying think, you just don't like the logo. I'm not saying I don't like it I'm just saying I don't think it was worth this like the headache that they're definitely going to be facing now cuz we're already seeing well, not only the Axe body spray people are putting the emoji of the of the you know thinking little emoji well, face. That's just, that's them trying to that's get some cute. rub that's from the XFL. trying to get through but then we see this together brand sue bird megan rapino uh they're basically megan rapino tweeted out they're going <laughs> to come after th- this brand this this new look and force them to change it cuz it's too similar to their Ooh, the lifestyle XFL, and the culture of the, the rock
0: just Tweeted, I'm reading this live. Okay. The XFL football emoji. We're pumped about the big announcements we have coming up. I'm a passionate dude, and I'll tell you guys this is one passionate organization. Everyone yeah. buying into the dream. Very cool and motivating to feel the
1: energy and mana. DJ. For sure. 100%. This logo, though, hopefully doesn't cause them a headache because. That was tweeted out also today by Mega Rapino that they're basically coming after this logo. They're not going to have it and let the XFL get away with having this similar logo to theirs. So there's one headache for the league. But, and there's also people who are kind of pissed that this big reveal that they teased was only branding and logos, which people generally don't care about as much as, you know, actual football. But I still have... uh, Very, very good energy this week for the league, Brad. because of these four pillars. Can we get into the four pillars of the XFL, which is why all this good mana is is in the offices of the XFL right now? Are you ready to hear the four pillars? Oh, please. Okay, here are the four core brand pillars to guide the league in its mission to building tomorrow's league today. And this was in the press release. First, co-creation. Build a league of culture, a place where players, fans, partners, employees, and communities interact with each other to build a dynamic future of football. That's co-creation, Brian. That's what you and I do every single week on this show, so I could get behind that. Number two, inclusivity. Embrace being at the intersection of opportunities, connecting players to fans, and changing the way everyone experiences and engages with the game. Inclusivity, Brian. That's number two. Accessibility. Number three, create a new standard for accessibility by experimenting with different forms of interactivity to connect the fans and the players in a way unlike ever done before. Creating a deeply immersed and personal fan base. That's accessibility. And the last one innovation. Leverage innovation to unlock new opportunities to win together. There you go, the four pillars of the XFL, the mission statement of tomorrow's league brian what do you think of that the the four pillars just paint them up on the wall maybe with like some inspiring images that's what it's all about branding corporate (laughs) message
0: i can't wait for the co-creation inclusivity accessibility and innovation t-shirts Could collect all four
1: i yeah collect all four and then the fifth one with them all on there i'd buy it hell Yeah. yeah Exactly. Or I get it, get it at a corporate retreat. Hashtag want our jobs back. That's number two. Maybe <laughs> one more before the end of the show. Uh, I think it's important
0: to define. I mean, if you're going to do what they did, which was basically roll out the red carpet in, in that sense with this new logo and brand identity, um, then to me, you got to, you got to define what these are, which is what they did and make sure that they're actually meaningful. So we'll see what time will tell how, you know, co-creation, inclusivity, accessibility, innovation all feed into this XFL because if you're going to make them your brand pillars, then you definitely have to make them your brand pillars and make sure that they're actually used uh, every single day that you're uh, leading up to kickoff and beyond.
1: And, you know, I, I do see a lot of what was going on in 2020 in these four pillars, but they are really going to be committing it appears to some stuff that wasn't in the conversation in 2020 as well. So and to me it stands out first up and for, first and foremost uh the innovation, the leverage to unlock new opportunities. That is saying that they are there to ch- change the game and experiment and that's what their deal with the NFL is and that's going to be an important part of the league. So that stood out to me probably the most of these four pillars as of course the these football laboratory to the NFL is kind of what the agreement seems with the XFL and the NFL. So that one stood out. And then the other one, of course uh, the co-creation Bryant. Um, I feel like there was a lot of that going on in 2020, but this league of culture, which still is in the, in the mission statement, which has been said since day one, the league of culture, um, this is going to be interesting to see how they change it up in the new xfl with their content uh, department which we were a part of with how the players interact with that and then the fans and social media this is the 21st century uh portion of this this open source creation of a football league how do they approach it and how much do they uh, allow people in we'll see and then the other one, uh, inclusivity, obviously, you need to have that these days. And the uh, XFL embracing uh, different people from different backgrounds, different ways of going at the game. And that inclusivity, I think, is all that the eye is not just for inclusivity. I think that international conversation that we've been having about the XFL falls into that pillar. And then the last one I'll bring up here this accessibility. Let's hopefully they go as hard as they did in 2020 with just allowing fans the access to the on-field product most first and foremost, and they could do a lot more than was going on in 2020. And we were getting plenty in 2020 tip of the iceberg in 2020, Bryant, let's hope more of that in 2023.
0: Well, and, you know, a lot of these things were part of 2020. They just weren't, you know, made
1: Expressed. up express pillar. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, f- you know, in 2020. So, you know the XFL is is making themselves more than just a spring football league they're trying to make themselves a a staple within the sporting industry i guess you could call it they're, they're redefining not just the game of football but they're redefining how you go about this and you know at the end of the day is it all about good crisp football like we always hear about maybe it is but but even with good crisp football at some point, uh, people are going to want more, and I guess if the XFL is giving them more, because players also need to trust you, fans need to trust you, cities need to trust you, mm-hmm. and if you're building all this um, in that sense, you know, the quality of the play is not going to build that trust with all these
1: different partners that you do something especially, like this Yeah, especially gives after you some, what happened in 2020, you need this kind exactly. of messaging, and you know, people might come at uh the XFL this week on Twitter, which they have. And besides the logo bashing, we'll say, what's with this, all this mumbo corporate talk, mumbo jumbo, inspirational, you know, these are just words, but I understand where someone's saying that's coming from, but this is important for uh, any company that is being brought from out of the ashes uh, that, Many people might feel like they were burned by the XFL leaving in 2020. Obviously, there are so many circumstances you should understand why the league went away. Many people might be skeptical, skeptical of spring football after years and years of failures. but this kind of branding, this kind of messaging is exactly what you need to do in order to win hearts and win people over and try to get them to buy in to what you're trying to do, which is more than football because if you go out like Brian said, Just going out there for some good football. Well, we might actually see that this spring. So, what more can you be doing? And this is one way maybe the XFL will set itself apart from the USFL, which their branding is just, hey, this is football. It's on TV. Watch it, dumb (laughs) dumb. The XFL (laughs) is telling you this is football, but it's also way more than that. And they're going for the gusto in that regard. And I love it. I love that part of it. Sure, you might have to deal with some. You know, maybe too much lovey-dovey than people are comfortable with. I love that sort of stuff, but you know what? In the end, of, at the end of the day, if you love football and you want the XFL to succeed, they have to have a brand and a message like this. So, well done. The only issue I had this week was that logo maybe wasn't wasn't perfect because obviously they already have hit some brick walls with uh, no
0: logo. Will have, would have been perfect
1: it's impossible to to avoid copyrights and people being upset and disliking it but then it's not like they're replacing the nike logo or some logo that's just beloved you know that's other, the other thing like it's not like the this xfl logo that's being replaced was anything special
0: i didn't even know axe body spray was being made still honestly but
1: yeah, I know. I, I mean, it's it's still out there. I, 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 sm- I, I know it because I smell it sometimes when, you know, you go out in public. It's unfortunate, but you do.
0: You have to go out in public? Is that the unfortunate part or the unfortunate part is you still Both. smell?
1: Both. Although I haven't been out in public in, oh, man, a few days now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Although you, you can- cleaned
0: up the beard ever since our BBR episode. You've, you've cleaned it up a little bit. It's not so... Oh, I
1: mean, I was... That's a rough and tough. Re- WrestleMania was rough, rough weekend, but you know, I had to clean up for this. This is a big rebrand. You know? What was your favorite night of
0: WrestleMania? WrestleMania Friday, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, or WrestleMania
1: Monday? There's also a WrestleMania Saturday morning. I'd say WrestleMania uh, Saturday was because uh, there was Good. B- lots of WrestleMania that day, the most. And also s- Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which, by
0: the way, take Which, a hint xfl from wrestlemania in terms of like just expanding it throughout an entire weekend it's Football, it's a good every thing day, friday to monday
1: it's a good thing i i think uh expanding i mean i was so looking forward to those late season you know non-weekend Thursday. games yeah we didn't get to those so i'm hoping that that happens but the new brand is here and it is uh here to stay unless you know they have to change the logo. <laughs> we'll we'll keep an eye out on that. Let us know what you think of the new XFL brand identity or if you really don't care and you brush it aside, which I would say is the vast majority of people, either didn't notice it and we're we're of course talking about it in a in terms of people who are following this thing way closer than anybody who's even a hardcore football fan, they're still not paying attention to all the business aspects of the XFL. That's what we do here on the show. We're w- watching it all the way up until kickoff and beyond from the just every every kind of everyday Joe or Jane Bryant. This was unnoticeable this week other than, oh, the, the XFL is back and they got a new logo, new and improved. Okay, we'll see what they do and next. No one, I don't think
0: anybody jumped to, to the XFL shop to get new you know merch, especially yeah. if you weren't following, but the XL before. But look, it's it, it you you got to start somewhere. Am I getting impatient? Yes. Is every other fan out there getting impatient? Of course. But you know, we want so much. We want so much more information. Do we need it? I'll let everybody else answer that question for themselves.
1: Yeah, and I had a guy today tell me bluntly, hell no, you don't need to know till the week before kickoff. What the hell? <laughs> Some people I know you
0: want the rule book, yeah. right? But we didn't oh. know that until a couple weeks before kickoff. True. And here we are sitting how many weeks?
1: Forty five weeks.
0: Forty five weeks to kickoff, and you want the rule book. Forty five weeks to kickoff, and we want all this information, and I get it. Maybe we were just spoiled. You know, as long as the XFL doesn't do what the USFL did or didn't do, I think we're in a good sh- good shape. It sucks. It hurts. It's disappointing. It's a letdown. But what do we need versus what do we want?
1: Yes, they are two like, different. I, I things. wanted
0: the shake. Do I need it? Probably
1: not. But the shake's pretty good. Definitely not. But it does look delicious. And you know what? You just brought up kind of uh, some disappointments. There's excitement definitely in our next segment but i think the rumors are some major disappointments maybe could be coming down the road on this road to kick off let's get into it in this week's hot read man
0: finally big things coming soon stay tuned
1: So for those of you on the audio-only version on your favorite podcast app, that long, dramatic pause was because we might be seeing the end of some teams that we liked in 2020 playing in some cities we liked for the XFL in 2020 because it appears the rumors are swirling that teams like the shirt I'm wearing and the LA Wildcats won't exist in the next iteration of the XFL. The reports this week have been that there's a team in Orlando – There's a team in Orlando coming in the XFL, and their head coach will be former NFL defensive back Terrell Buckley, who's a a legend, FSU legend, Super Bowl winner, played for a litany of teams in the NFL. I think he played for every team in the AFC East. Maybe not the Bills, I don't remember. Played for team. That would
0: be impressive if if Josh Johnson didn't do that last season.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. 13-year NFL veteran and also has been coaching as an assistant at – Akron and Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Louisville. Another coach apparently hired by the XFL, but not officially announced yet. Of course, Reggie Barlow is the name we heard leaving Virginia State to coach the San Antonio team in the XFL. But with that also, the rumors coming from people like our good friend, close personal, longtime dear good friend of the show, Mike Mitchell, reporting that it sounds like teams like the Guardians and the Wildcats and the Tampa Bay Vipers will no longer be playing, in those cities at least. And we might even see a Vegas team enter the fray. Lots that, lots to unpack here. First up, the coaching decision. If it's Terrell Buckley, hell yeah, I'm all for that. That's a great hire. I am all about this hiring ex-players. Ex-players who are not going to really get that opportunity to be a head coach unless they grind and grind and grind and hope for the best, which is really how that thing goes. Or you who you know. This is giving people direct access to these opportunities, which is what the league is all about, it says in the mission statement now. And when you see stuff like what's going on with Deion Sanders at Jackson State, as much as I dislike prime time from him stealing a Super Bowl from the Steelers when I was a kid, damn it, if it's not impressive, especially when it comes to his recruiting, now we see ex-players like Terrell Buckley and Reggie Barlow getting the shot and the rumored names too. Oh my goodness, if we see these guys coaching in the XFL, I will be giddy, Bryant. Yeah, sure. What do you mean, yeah, sure? What Where do you
0: mean, my Darn Wildcats.
1: Oh, he's just really upset about the Wildcats. Okay, I'll let you there. I'll let you have that. But you gotta be excited for possible no, Rod
0: no, oh, there's a ton. There's so so much. It'd be great, I, and I, it would be entertaining. The post game interviews would be great. Uh, you know, it, it gives these coaches opportunities that you know they otherwise probably wouldn't give them uh, in some sort of professional uh, league uh, inclusivity, right? I guess we can go that way too, right? It's in, in, so, I'm all for all those coaches, and, and and you know, having a team in Orlando makes sense. Having a team in San Antonio makes sense. So. From what we're hearing through the grapevine it sounds like there's a some good things coming in terms of coaching and some exciting cities that we didn't have in 2020.
1: yeah so when when you're talking about orlando san antonio these are teams that we saw in the aaf we saw orlando in the xfl in 2001 i think they totally work especially san antonio orlando makes more sense than tampa bay i think uh, when you're talking about a fan base that might, you know, go all in on it. Tampa Bay, although it was rowdy, apparently at the stadium, uh, didn't come off the same way. Was your uncle like. there? No, hell no. No way. Okay, I figured K. I'm trying to ensues. get him to go to the Maulers in Birmingham, but he said not till they actually play in Pittsburgh. But the Tampa Bay, we even said if there's an XFL, you know, 2021 season, if there was a second season, we'd maybe hope for them to move from Tampa to Orlando just because it made a little bit more sense, so that's cool. Vegas is cool. I want a team in Vegas for sure. Where would but, they play? I mean, not that big old stadium, right? They'd have to play at the college. Just that's like way off. 2001. It's way out there. Way it's out like, there. It's not super way out there. I mean, it's... It's not there. It's not on the strip. It's not like... What is,
0: UNLV plays at, I think they play at the uh, Allegiant now.
1: Oh, they did. They moved. Oh man, if they played at Sam Boyd Stadium, I don't think is is being used. I don't even know if it's. Well, either either way, to play at Allegiant would be kind of crazy, especially when you're saying, okay, they're taking teams out of LA and New York. Why? Because those cities are just too big. The stadiums are too big. What's the reasoning? Hopefully, that's not true. These are rumors uh that at least courtesy of uh mike mitchell uh that we that's what i where i read it mike mitchell uh on uh xfl news hub um yeah they play at allegiant now yeah so that the, these were rumors again but if that's the way it's gonna go and they're gonna leave the giant cities a i'm upset because now it means definitely no chicago i would think but um also, it makes sense. It's more of an AAF approach, which is go where the NFL is not and give people football. Cool. I'm for that. Um, but to not even be around New York City, that just seems kind of odd to me. Maybe they'll be playing at that Red Bull in uh, in New Jersey at the end of the day, but we'll see, Brian. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, though, about Orlando? Do you want them to be the Orlando Rage? Bring them back? Or totally new. Oh team. man,
0: I, you know one of the better names I think, other than the Memphis Maniacs, Orlando Rage is probably number two,
1: which had an X in it, like Matchbox yes, Twenty,
0: or like LAX Stream. Um, I'm all for Orlando. I think we saw glimpses of it in the AF. Great fan base, a lot of fun. The stadium is a big hunkin' stadium, but it's like right in the middle of like residential areas. It's very interesting placement but uh, I'm all for that one I think kind of the same way I saw San Antonio it's just a a city that seems to do well but for some reason doesn't have a professional team here we are but either way I'm all for Orlando it doesn't make sense to me you know leaving LA and leaving New York we've talked about in the past these are big city football like towns that you want to be in to, to feel big if you're gonna if you're gonna stay south you know stay away from new york stay away from la how big are you i don't that's a question i guess i definitely am not equipped to answer but
1: yeah and, and all and also with with uh the rumors too that and at least in mike mitchell's latest article he said that there is there, there are, And these are rumors, but I mean, just could you imagine if the XFL was a hub city league? That would be, I'm with him, he wrote it in his article, horrible. I would just not be for that at all, because like you said, how big are you? I know we're coming out of a pandemic uh, slowly but surely, and not all the way there yet, but I think we are at a point where people would expect you, if you're talking this big and want to be th- that big, You can't be a hub city league. There's already people trying to tell me the Lakers didn't really win the championship, right? I can't have that.
0: (laughs) Uh, The only time I think a hub city was, I'll give it two times actually, where hub cities worked perfectly were in the NHL. It was just amazing because it was hockey all day long. It was great. And March Madness. I think those are the only two times it's ever worked. In this entire trying to do this together. It didn't work for baseball. It didn't work for the NBA. didn't feel good. didn't feel right. It just doesn't seem... Now, I get the safety protocols. And I get the trying to protect your assets. And I get all that. And that makes sense. And I'm all for that. But there's got to be a way you can do this without having a hub city.
1: Yeah. Because that... now it looks like you're cutting costs. Now it looks like you're... Exactly. You don't want to be a budget league. You want to have a have a budget and be smart, but you can't be a budget dollar store league, and that's kind of what being a hub city league says to me, at least as a fan. And you
0: don't you don't gotta shop at Kroger, yeah. But don't shop at the nine cent store either, right? Like, there's yeah. somewhere in the middle that you can go.
1: Yeah, Kroger's you know an really expensive one, or not. you know, and if and if their parking's an issue, you know, just be patient. The the league being a hub league, I don't feel that'll happen. I just, in my gut, don't see it happening. The league being in smaller towns, but still big cities, it's totally cool and fine. And kind of it was expected in twenty twenty, and I was a little shocked uh, that the it was big just city football the was the name cities. of our uh, episode yeah, when they announced the a, cities, right? It was big city football, and that's that makes a lot but of don't sense. Don't you but, feel like that's still necessary but so is the other way? It eventually, of course, of course. But starting out in the smaller cities um, that are maybe a little what bit more football star makes like, sense. That's what
0: I've always said. It's like, but the Rock, Danny Garcia, Redbird Capital, you know, XFO ownership. They are trying to establish themselves with with everything they've done this week. That's their That's their footprint. That's their foundation. Those are their pillars. Now you're going to tell me you're going to take that. And go to small towns and establish yourself as a football league? I thought you that's what you're doing. You're establishing yourself as something different. Now go establish that in a big city. Rather than, hey, let's let's start in, you know, Birmingham or let's start in Orlando and, and, and we'll we'll make our way up to New York City at some point. That's not how it works, at least not how I like it.
1: Hey, I, I understand that too. It it's gonna be uh interesting to see because again, these are not small cities. Orlando is a huge population. Vegas oh, of course. huge. Uh, and S- San Antonio is a place I'm sure people from all over Texas will happily go watch some some pro football. And, you know, th- these, uh, it's not like they're playing in Akron or which other town can I get mad at me right now. Let's say um, Schenectady. Okay, these are, these are real towns, big cities that need football as well. So I'm all for it, but I am, I'm with you too. And if the LA Wildcats do go by the wayside, Man, oh man, I should stop wearing this T-shirt because then it's going to be a real collector's item. Yeah, I have like six of them. Yeah, you you can afford it. It's it's, it's like the only. No, they were piece. free. Yeah, I know of all the free stuff. One. A lot of it got a broken bag here. I it's sitting somewhere. Can't even use it. Hold on <sighs> to your 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 memorabilia. <sighs> I guess. Your I don't. I just kind of. This is over. This is already I'm a uh, collector's item right here. <laughs> uh, let's get back to real quick. Terrell Buckley being. Uh, head coach number two, allegedly. Uh, uh, we. I <laughs> mean, it reportedly. Allegedly it's reported. Great. reported.
0: You're right,
1: reported. reported. <laughs> it's, hey, he, you saw the video. If you're wa- listening or watching on YouTube, we played the video of him before we started the hot read. He's, he's signed of the contract and just probably can't say anything just yet, but uh, he's going to be head coach number two along with Reggie Barlow. What do you think of this now? Rumored head coaches, Bob Stoops, Wade Phillips, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, Anthony Beck, John Kitna, or the return of Mark Tressman. These were all put in Mike Mitchell's article. He's saying rumors swirling. Of course, nothing's concrete. No one knows Jack for certain. But I think of all those names, I would be mega hyped to see at least two of them. And I think Rod you know Woodson two. and Heinz Ward. Yeah, that would be amazing. Of course, I'd love to see the return of Bob Stoops and Mark Trussman as well. But interesting, many of those guys are ex-players who just haven't been head coaches. And then you have some old-timey head coaches there. What do you want to see? A mix, a balance, or just all-out youth movement in the head coaching ranks in the XFL? You you don't want to see a whole youth movement because
0: there's... With the XFL... In 2020, most of the coaches I did not know who they were, other than Bob Stoops. No, I knew who um, I knew who Mark Trustman was, and I knew who um, Wade Phillips, uh, Jim Zorn. No, Jim Zorn was. Oh, I'm talking about 2020. Oh, in 2020. But what, sorry, but if you start bringing in, we've always talked about bringing in names, bringing in people, notoriety. Like, who do you want to represent in your leagues? You want good coaches. Your coaches are what actually is going to be the face of your league in those teams. And if you throw in, you know, Heinz Ward for the sake of throwing out Heinz Ward, and I'm not saying he's not qualified, but if you just, he's Heinz Ward, let's bring him in. Like, there's got to be more validity to that. You know, I'm all for giving people opportunities and giving, you know, but what I want is good coaching and good coaches.
1: It's, it's a fine line you're walking, I understand, but also these guys are. The two guys, at least so far, have been in the ranks, and they're they're ready. They got to be ready if you're coaching uh, for that many years, even as an assistant. So, no problem there. But yeah, if you brought in a guy like off of TV or uh, a guy like, I guess that would be Rod Woodson. I don't know how much coaching he's doing. Heinz Ward's been he's been trying to come up, and he's he's been doing that because he's a grinder, you're grinding it as an assistant coach. But well, where's he in the pros to? and and in college? Huh?
0: Where's Heinz Ward right now? He's coaching somewhere.
1: Yeah, he was coaching. I think he, well, he was with the Jets, and I don't know if he went to UCF or something. I don't know. He was bouncing around. I don't have it in front of me. But I uh, also want to give credit Aaron Wilson of Pro Football Networks, the one reporting that uh, the Terrell Buckley hiring by the XFL. So give him credit there. Awesome. I'm excited for these leaks. Guys like Aaron Wilson, Mike Mitchell, uh, getting the information out there even before the XFL will announce it officially and then we'll see how they roll it out and hopefully that's special but FAU FAU I knew okay UCF FAU I know somewhere down somewhere in Florida and yes guys who are actually coaching as assistants but have name value that is a smart smart thing I think for the XFL to do and Mike Mitchell in that again in that article he wrote on the news hub he said maybe a couple of old timers but mostly the young guys looking for that shot i i'm all for it, all just hungry hungry first-time head coaches i would be totally down with that as long but as the majority merit. of them have a little bit of you know background in coaching because i think if you're trying for your deon sanders i don't know how you're going to do that because that's college and that's a lot of the recruiting and the messaging you are going to need a guy who can x and o and keep things together because they are going to be in charge uh in in of adults and monies on the line whereas as as exciting as it is De- what Dion's doing is cool and crazy is it is it high stakes like this kind of will be because it's the future of the league so you got to be careful and experiment a bit but give give the opportunity to people who deserve it for sure so of these names I, I I'm I'd be fine with all of them being head coaches of the rumored names in the XFL. It is a bummer that uh, some of our favorites from 2020 won't be coming back. It looks like.
0: It's still early. We don't know. I mean, yeah, it doesn't look like it. It, it. I think we ended up putting. I forget how many we said. Three out of
1: ten. You know, whatever we put the odds at. But yeah, and um, of course, things changed at the midnight hour. Who was the one coach that? What the USFL thought they had, and then, was it Chiswick or someone, and then left to go to yep. UNC? So, yeah, that could happen. So, anything could happen, especially with these coaches. Damn, Brian Kelly just leaving Notre Dame. These guys do whatever the hell's best for them, and as yeah, they true. should. So, uh, Lincoln we'll Riley's
0: see. like, all right, we're moving to the SEC. I'm going to the Pac-12. Let's go.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Lock them in. That's all I got to say. I don't care when that's they're true. announced. Just, I mean, the AF had that
0: problem in. for a little bit. They were losing coaches, so.
1: <laughs> they're probably I... <laughs> the most, what I think about the most unreliable, like, aspect of building the league or, like, the toughest part about it is.
0: You're not a, you're not a big Lucy go. fan like I am, but there's this episode where she writes a novel and she, her novel gets bought because they want to put it into a book that's called Don't Let This Happen to You. That's what the AAF is.
1: Don't the AAF is to the you.
0: Don't Let This Happen to You portion of a spring football book.
1: Yes. And that's why I think it's smart to go after the young guys who are going to be chomping at the bit for the opportunity. That yeah. makes and if you of get sense. if you Here's what I
0: don't want. I don't want young ex-player coaches who are just there to have a good time. If Heinz Ward, Ward wants an opportunity to coach at another level, at a bigger level, at a higher level, then, yeah, he's going to be hungry. He's going to want this. And I'm and I'm all for coaches wanting this. Bob Stoops, does he want to coach anymore? He left Oklahoma, coached one more game. Like, is that somebody you want to have in your league? He was great. Don't get me wrong. But
1: yeah, see, what's, what's Bob's, the balance? A young yeah. coach
0: that's hungry who wants more opportunities? Or Bob Stoops who's there to, like, kind of, you know, kill some time?
1: Yeah, and if we're analyzing that kind of a personality versus the super young and experienced guy, I'll take the super young and experienced guy because what Bob Stoops brings to at least this version of the XFL, I don't think the value is there because, A, you'd probably have to overpay him, and, two, (laughs) He, he did not feel like he was an ambassador for the XFL when he was there. He was there to be a football coach. Whereas a guy like Mark Trestman, I think, will wear the league as a badge and usher in, be an elder statesman, and 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 usher in new coaches and prop up the league for success. He's he's the kind of personality I think. Whereas Bob Stoops is, he's he's name brand and obviously he's a great coach, but I just don't think he was involved in the XFL in 2020. In that aspect, that wasn't his focus. His focus was. Winning and coaches, having fun.
0: coaches like Bob Stoops, coaches even like um, June Jones were there to win. Yeah, were there to win a championship compete. to, 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 to compete. compete. Yeah, they're competitors. Tresman, you look at Mark Tresman. He's there to win, obviously, but he's also there to kind of, um, you know, help the XFL build that brand. You know, go with it and and.
1: and they have to fall in line. If they're an el- an older coach, I think they really have to really closely fall in line with those four pillars. Whereas you're talking about the youngsters, they have to be the hungry types that you want to provide that opportunity to. So yep. it's a balance, and hopefully we'll see we could see a good mixture of that. That would be cool too. Um, but I lean towards uh, the youth movement when it comes to the coaches a little bit more, and it's exciting seeing Reggie Barlow guys I watched uh, growing up play the game, and Barlow and Buckley. Uh, Being the first two coaches reported to be in the XFL in 2023. Cannot freaking wait to see who else is announced. At XFL show, let us know uh, where you side on this issue. And of course, the issue of maybe no LA or New York. Man, in the XFL, hard to fathom. Is it a bad move? Is it strategic? Can you succeed without being in those cities? Because every other spring league before them, Uh, that besides the AAF, I guess, besides the AAF, said, hell no, you can't. You got to be there. But maybe this iteration. The the NFL didn't think
0: they had to be in L.A. for a long time. But I will. I always say it, and people don't understand. There are so many football fans in this city. They just cheer for different teams.
1: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Take take
0: one city and divide their fan base by 32, and that's what you get.
1: And put a lot of football love. So, we'll see how uh, SoCal. Where all, uh, where all your Pittsburgh cousins live? Oh, in LA a lot of them in L. A. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of them. And, yeah, of those, you grew up in L. A.
0: Yeah,
1: cheering for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers fan in L. A. Yeah, they' And I and I knew Chiefs fans and unfortunately, Bucks fans
0: and Raiders fans and Bucks and, fans. Uh, yeah, you
1: no, know, Cowboy fans, Forty Nine er fans. And, of course, Raider fans. But, you know, the thing is, people love football. there. So I'm hoping SoCal gets some kind of XFL love. Hoping uh, New York metropolitan area gets some kind of love. And I'm a big, big, big proponent of Chicagoland getting some XFL action. But with the report so far, maybe we're looking at more like cities like Vegas, Orlando, San Antonio. But, you know, St. Louis. I don't maybe. I guess Seattle would fall in line with them a little bit. I don't know. Could we go to a place like Portland now? I'm I'm not big enough. That's too small compared to those teams. Not that it's too small. I just Miami's off the table. I guess. Oh yeah, that's off the table. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah.
0: We should do another big old like big city. We did the whole east west south north thing.
1: Now a lot back of these are day. back in play now. I feel like it's like a we're on a election night right now. We're back in play here. We got since Orlando <laughs> and Vegas are are
0: now in with San Antonio. Forty six percent only reporting in.
1: Columbus, uh, we'll Canton, you're back in the fold. Unbelievable action going on. Send
0: in your request to seven two four five six five four XFL. Tell us why your city should be a host of an XFL team. That'd be great
1: yes and you know what also let us know uh, your opinion on everything because there's a lot of opinions to be thrown around on all the topics on today's show and uh, that's why i love this episode controversy but you know what lots of rumors and actual factual information colliding coming together co-creation inclusivity accessibility and by god innovation right here on this is the xfl show brian it's been fun
0: yeah it's been a lot of fun it's always fun and it's always right here every single week right here on your favorite podcast app that's google TuneIn, stitcher apple wherever you get your podcast make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us if you got a comment question topic or if you want to tell us why your city should host an xfl team well, the call or text the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messaging rates. Oh, and hey, international rates do apply uh, if you're uh, in, in Canada as well. Follow us on all social media platforms, at XFL Show. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, our DMs are open. Or if you want to come and say hi. Hi, Mom. Uh, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at <laughs> www.xfl.show, the official website of this is the xfl show don't forget to check out our sponsors pretty easy podcast go to pretty dot and get started today because they make podcasting uh pretty easy did you just bench prep or what? like curl, curl. your tv your monitor stand
1: yeah well it's also a bar stool doubles is that i figured if i'm doing my first standing episode get a little workout in while i'm while i'm here you know well, we did some show. standing
0: episodes i think like on the fields and stuff
1: full episodes
0: no we did like bits. What did we segments? do? We did it. we did do a bits. We did do some bits where you were running across the the field. That was great.
1: Oh man, I remember. I do that. remember. We did one of the a last time VIP I ran box
0: at TD Stadium. That was pretty cool. What did we do? We did them in one of those like suites at TD Stadium.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Solid internet connection too. That's yeah. all you need. And we
0: did uh oh in the at the uh, in the Battle Dome too. We did a show at like the VIP
1: sections as well. After great game. and great press box there at the battle dome and the good thing is with the how we talked about the cities and the way the winds are blowing, it still looks like st louis is good we'll see what else happens though and my goodness the rock teasing it as we were doing the show too more announcements about to come fast and furious pun intended april and may what's next they have the brand they have the identity they have the mission statement now now those important announcements about the football and the broadcasting of the games the stuff that we really really are looking forward to i feel like we're just on the, the stuff cusp, that we Bryant. want right what here. is it that we need what do we need next who knows we'll find out and we'll be talking about it on the next program but until then for brian i'm alan this is the xfl show remember they're watching